All right, guys, welcome in to today's episode of the Southeast Tunes Podcast. It is Tuesday, May 21st, 2019. On today's episode of the podcast, an interview with uh, new Arkansas head coach, Eric Musselman. Uh, always enjoy the discussion. We had a chance to catch up with him on the Marching to Madness podcast. And as you guys know by now, I always share those interviews uh, here on the Southeast Tunes Podcast when it involves uh, an SEC-related uh, person, topic, whatever. So uh, had a chance to catch up. Uh, with Coach Muss, talk a little bit about uh, taking over that Arkansas program, sort of the biggest takeaways from his tenure at Nevada and what maybe uh, are some of the things he wants to take away from that here into his new job there in Fayetteville. Uh, He also kind of talked a bit about the roster going into next season, as we've talked many times. Uh, Arkansas's roster last year was very young. Uh, You know, so many newcomers, and now, though, we kind of saw some of those guys set themselves apart. So he kind of talked about that young nucleus with guys like Isaiah Joe, uh, Mason Jones, Jalen Harris, guys like that who who played a role last year and kind of how he sees them uh, fitting into what they want to do. He also mentioned some of the transfers that they've landed, uh, some guys who they're excited about as they try to uh, build their moving forward. So uh, a great discussion as always. It's always fun to catch up with uh, Coach Muss. And like I said, I did it a lot when he was at Nevada, and now he is uh, in the world of SEC basketball, so hopefully we'll get a chance uh, to talk to him a lot more. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Arkansas head coach Eric Musselman. All right, guys, welcome back in to the Marching to Madness podcast. As mentioned, our guest is new Arkansas head coach Eric Musselman. And, Coach, uh, we've always enjoyed catching up with you. Um, Looking sort of at this new opportunity for you, you look back at the success you had at Nevada. um, When you kind of recall on maybe the biggest takeaways you had during your tenure there, and maybe what are some things you want to really try to focus on that you can take away from that experience now going into this Arkansas job? Well, first of all, I really appreciate, Blake, you and Ken having me on again. Uh, But as I look back at the four years at Nevada, you know, I think any coach, you know, to put it in in, in simple terms, are you leaving the place better than when you came in? And obviously when we got the job four years ago, uh, attendance was about at about 3,500 or 3,800 on most nights. And, and they were coming off seven division one wins. And, and obviously to go to three straight NCAA tournaments and have sellout after sellout after sellout in the building uh, that had incredible enthusiasm and energy uh, every single night to take part in a sweet 16 and, and last year to be ranked uh, every week of the college basketball season. It was, it was an incredible four years. Um, my wife and I and my daughter um, had a blast uh, in Northern Nevada and, and loved it. And now obviously we have an opportunity um, to, to compete in the SEC and, and, uh, and to be at an incredible uh, place like Arkansas, uh, we're, we're really, really excited to be headed to Fayetteville. Coach, when you change schools or teams, how long does it take to evaluate, you know, the entire culture that is in place and then make adjustments accordingly? Well, I think that, you know, your off season uh, becomes much, much more uh, valuable because it is about us uh, learning the players and, 
and 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 also just as importantly is the players getting to know us. I mean, we have a what we call a player-driven program. I've I've talked to our uh, players even about some of the assistant coaches and and uh, you know what uh, what their backgrounds might be to, to get some input and feedback from our players. Um, and so, you know, the summer, um, is going to be a lot of skill development, but, but also a lot of team bonding and getting to know each other off the court. Uh, so that hopefully when the team comes back after the two five week summer sessions, where we're able to work eight weeks out of the 10 weeks that, that our student athletes are on campus. Hopefully we're going to get to know each other, um, develop incredible bonds. And then when they come back for the, for the school year, uh, we're ready to, to jump right into a lot of our philosophical things and, and get ready to have a, have a basketball season coming up in, in, in the near future. Uh, once we get into September and October and then, and then November hits, you got, you got to, you got to have all your stuff implemented from an offensive defensive uh, standpoint. Coach, I know something you've really focused on, too, and it's one that I know that, that's made Arkansas fans excited because they want to sort of embrace the, the history of that program, the tradition, and you've been able to do that. You know, you've talked to guys who have played there, you know, the Corliss Williamson's, the Kareem Reeds, Patrick Beverly, all these different guys that people probably remember from these different eras of Arkansas basketball. How valuable has that been for you just to be able to kind of get more involved in that past culture, knowing that, you know, like we've talked about many times, this is a program that was competing for national championships back in the mid nineties. And now as you move forward, certainly you want to try to get them back to, to that type of level. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, it's been incredible. I've, I've been on the job uh, roughly 40 days and to think uh, at our practices and we only had seven practices and, uh, before the guys had finals and now they're on their summer break. But when you think about who was at our practices, um, you're talking about guys like Ron Brewer, uh, who actually played for the Cleveland Cavaliers and my dad, uh, many, many years ago. And then his son came to a practice, Ronnie Brewer Jr. Um, who's a former NBA player, Sidney Moncrief got a chance to speak to the team and just an incredible amount of guys that have come in, um, and, 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 and watched our brief practices. And then the people that have called, I talked to Oliver Miller the other day. I talked to Corey Beck all the time on the phone and, and, you know, there's not many programs that have so many former NBA players and so many guys that had an impact while they were in college and then also in the NBA. And, and, and to think about the coaches that have coached in Arkansas from Nolan Richardson and, and Eddie Sutton's and uh, Mike Anderson, it's just been incredible uh, the amount of wins that the program has had over an extended period of time. And um, that, that was a, you know, a, a, a big drawing point for, for myself and our family was, uh, Hey, look at the level that they've won in the past at this program. And then you get an opportunity uh, to meet the athletic director and develop a bond with Hunter. Um, it was an incredible and is an incredible opportunity for us. And the fan base is so strong. Um, and so there's all those reasons make it an attractive, really an attractive job and one of the best jobs in, in America. And then you add in the facilities. Um, and I have never worked in facilities uh, like Arkansas has from their practice facility, um, our weight room, the training room, all within 10 steps of one another. 
um, really, really, really incredible in our offices, our state of the art. So really a, 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 an incredible place to work. And you kind of mentioned, you know, looking at the, the time you've had with your guys thus far, like we said, it's been sort of limited to this point, but you'll certainly get an opportunity to work with them a lot more as the summer goes along. We look back at this team last year, a young team that kind of relied on uh, a lot of young guys in the backcourt. I know people talk about Isaiah Joe, Mason Jones, guys like that. Uh, just from what you've seen thus far, are there any kind of specific characteristics you've seen from this group uh, that really sort of makes you really excited now going into year one? Well, we do have two really, really good wings, like you mentioned, that can play the, the two and the three, and Mason Jones and Isaiah Moss, or excuse me, Isaiah Joe. Both those guys had good years last year. And then you add in Isaiah Moss. Now we have three players um, all in that 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six range that can play the two, the three. If we want to go small, which we might have to at times, uh, have those three guys on the floor together and put one of them at the four, or we've even talked about playing a little bit uh, for short, short stretches of Isaiah Joe at the point guard position. Um, and obviously Jalen Harris is a guy who's got leadership. Uh, he's got incredible speed with the basketball at the point guard position. And Desi Sills started towards the end of the season. He started the last eight games of the season and, uh, he's a guy that can play combo guard for you. He can shoot the ball. Um, is a guy that really has an incredible work ethic. And and then and then we have a lot of guys that are athletic and and can get loose balls and rebound the ball. Uh, Adriel Bailey, Reggie Shaney, um, those type of guys. And then we've added a fifth year grad transfer. Not only Isaiah Moss, but also uh, John Tell Silla. And Silla can play the four and even some three. And if we want to play real small, maybe maybe some five. So we're extremely excited about that. And then uh, the the commitment of, of Connor Vanover, who's seven foot three and um, still, you know, just had one year of college experience. So uh, a really, really young team, a team that's got a nice nucleus looking forward uh, into the future. Uh, but we're playing, as you guys know, in an incredible mm-hmm. conference, and, and there's a lot of challenges on a nightly basis. Coach, uh, you just mentioned uh, the three transfers, really solid players, and they all can score the ball. Was that a key attribute you had coming in uh, as for their additions? And I was curious also, with that in mind, are we going to see you know, the same pace you played at Nevada? Well, certainly – you know, every coach has his own style, his own identity, you know, that he wants to play with and, and attributes that a player um, has. And, you know, the, you know to, to be able to coach a team that, that has guys like Isaiah Joe and, and, and Desi um, and, and, and Mason Jones, guys that can really shoot the ball, have, have really succeeded in our, um, you know, style of play. And, and obviously – Isaiah Moss adds to that, uh, being a three-year starter in, a, in an excellent uh, Big Ten conference. And then Silla is another guy that's proven to make the three ball. We want to stretch the floor out as much as we can, and we really feel like Jalen Harris can be that much more effective um, when we put three to four shooters around him where he can really get into the teeth of the defense um, and, and either finish at the rim or, or, or get the ball out uh, to three-point shooters as the defense converges. So 
Um, a lot of things that we're talking over with the staff on what's the best system and style to fit our entire team. And we really won't know. I think that your first year on the job, you're constantly trying to evolve. And what you've got to do, in my opinion, is you, you've got to play to your player strengths and not the system that you want as a staff. And that's certainly what we'll do is we get to know our players better and better with each passing day we'll eventually try to formulate the best game plan and scheme that fits our current roster the best. Coach, you, you added uh, on your coaching staff, Chris Crutchfield, Corey Robinson. Talk about those hirings and then maybe some insight on what they're going to bring to the program. Yeah, we're really, really excited. Uh, right now we still have one more spot left on our coaching staff, but uh, what Corey Williams is going to bring, he, he filled a lot of boxes for us. Number one, uh, he's a former college head coach. That's been important to me in the past at Nevada. We had Dave Rice, who's a former head coach at UNLV. Johnny Jones, former head coach at LSU. Uh, Rex Walters, former head coach at University of San Francisco. So it was important uh, for us to continue to have that uh, model of a former head coach. And Corey was a head coach, obviously, at Stetson. Um, and then I also wanted a former NBA player. Uh, on our staff, which Corey checks that box as well. Corey played on an NBA championship team with Michael Jordan. Um, and then you add in the fact, I didn't even know it until recently, but he was also an NFL draft pick. So, wow. uh, and then, and then he also fills the box of a former power five assistant coach having worked at Florida state. So uh, he is a, is a guy that, really, really is going to impact our program. And then with coach Chris Crutchfield, obviously for us, uh, he's had an incredible amount of success with Lon Kruger. And I happen to work with, for coach Kruger with the Atlanta Hawks. And I know how uh, great he is as a player development coach. And, and so coach Crutch is going to add a lot of things to us. He's been an incredible recruiter uh, at Oklahoma. And then, and then also, uh, he's an incredible X and O coach. So uh, those two guys are are are, are going to be big time assets to our entire program, and, and are going to help me a tremendous amount. Um, and then we've got other support staff guys that, that are also on board um, that came with us from from Nevada, and, and so we're excited. We got one more piece to the staff to fill, and we didn't try to do it too quickly. We wanted to do it with patience and get the right guys. And Coach, uh, finally, uh, we're glad to have you on now because I know something recently we've talked about in the NCAA or some of the, the proposed rule changes, and some of those I think that, that really stand out to people are moving back the three-point line, uh, resetting the shot clock to 20 seconds off of offensive rebounds. You've coached at all different levels of basketball. Um, just kind of looking at that fr from your viewpoint, how do you think maybe that affects the game? Should these be passed? Uh, how do you kind of view the, those two changes in particular? Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I'd rather have uniformed rules throughout basketball, meaning, you know, the NBA's got four quarters. Um, you know, women's college basketball has four quarters. Um, FIBA's got its own rules internationally. I just think the game is, is such an international game throughout the world right now uh, to have, for instance, FIBA distance on the three-point line. I think it helps. It gets... Uh, college players a little bit more used to what the NBA three-point line is. Um, but I do think it's going to change the game because now 
uh, guys that were marginal three-point shooters at the college three-point line, that line moves back a little bit. It drastically can change player shooting percentages on the flip side. Guys that can really shoot the three ball with great consistency and deep range, I think guys like that, the rule change is really going to benefit. So I see it really benefiting a guy like Isaiah Joe because he's already got incredible shooting range. Um, so I think that, that for great shooters, the rule change is really going to help. And for those marginal guys that are still trying to increase their range to college three-point range, it can, it can drastically affect their percentages. And then I think anytime there's a shorter shot clock, I think it, it, it adds a cosmetically pleasing feel for the fans. Coach, uh, we could talk basketball with you all day. We always enjoy catching up with you. Happy to have you uh, in the SEC part of uh, basketball now. Like we said, two people like us who travel around and see a lot of games in that league. We look forward to talking to you again here soon. Blake and Ken, thanks so much for having me on. All right, that was the conversation with Arkansas head coach Eric Musselman. Uh, They're clearly excited. Uh, He's excited about what he's put together, not just from a staff standpoint, but also some of the players he's brought in. Combining that with the young nucleus that they're going to have, guys who are going to you know, have that year of experience now under their belt, uh, and that's just kind of help their development there moving forward. So, so they're certainly you know, excited about the opportunity, think they're going to have a chance uh, to put things together pretty quickly there, and uh, so we'll see how things unfold there uh, for the Razorbacks moving forward. But uh, thanks again to Arkansas head coach Eric Musselman for joining us on the podcast. And thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, be sure you're subscribed. Just go over to iTunes, search for Southeast Hoops. That way you get all the episodes sent to you when they go up. I know it's been a little while. Uh, so we've done, done the podcast. Uh, took about a month off there after the uh, the season uh, ended. And so uh, I'm going to try to get this thing uh, cranked back up. We may just kind of do uh, more longer episodes, maybe not as frequent. But uh, we'll talk more about that as we go throughout the summer. Plus, I kind of teased it on Twitter a couple weeks ago, working on something very exciting, and that's kind of taken precedent over uh, the podcast a bit and kind of working on something for SEC basketball fans going into next season that I think a lot of you guys are really going to enjoy. I don't know that it's something that's been done before. Maybe it has. Uh, but I know from an SEC basketball standpoint, maybe it's something that hasn't been. Uh, but really trying to put that together, it's a lot of work's going to go into it. Uh, but I think it hopefully will be something that's pretty special and you guys uh, will really enjoy here as we go into next season. So uh, be sure you head over to the website, southeasttubes.com. All the new stuff over there, uh, schedule starting to come out. I think Florida released its non-conference schedule uh, today, actually, as I'm recording this. Uh, so we'll get more of those uh, as we go throughout the summer recruiting certainly lots of interesting uh, pickups for teams all around the league and lots of talent coming back into the league which is no surprise there will be another set of really really good freshmen in the sec next season so we'll talk more about that as the summer goes along so uh, thanks as always for listening and i will talk to you guys next time